Hi folks, this is Adrienne A. Wallace and you have reached me in the life room. Thank you for joining. February is racing by. Today is the 21st of February, um, 2018. And I wanted to talk about um, something along the line of preparedness um, and preparedness as it relates to the workforce culture, getting to the next level. I myself and a host of um, people within my circle, colleagues of mine, peers of mine across various industries um, are taking advantage of the incredible time that it is in the workforce. And many of us are talking about partnerships, looking at new opportunities. Some people are interviewing, some people are starting new jobs, some people are moving to different work groups within the companies that they already exist in. And one of the conversations that we were going through is that the one thing that companies always need as we all acquire more learning, as we become more experienced, as we take on more responsibility in our current jobs, the one thing that we know for certain in this time is that companies will always need senior executives. They'll always need someone who's been there, done that, or is an innovator for something new. The board of directors of any company, for example, is responsible for hiring that company's CEO. And oftentimes, they want to recruit someone who is well-developed, is a chief executive officer, and is seasoned and really... um, proof positive by virtue of what they deliver and how they deliver that they're worthy of that role. And that really is the the, the case for the entire C-suite. So myself as a CEO um, or a CMO or a, a COO, I've had those roles before. And my sweet spot is a CMO spot. But the thing is, is that I can flex as a CEO and really look at the operations of a company, the finances of a company, the people of a company, and bring that all together. And I think that that's what we're seeing specifically necessary for CMOs now. They have to be a full part of the learned culture and the high execution in a business in order to deliver values for the brand, but also for the individual products and services that a company provides. At the same time, boards don't want executives who basically simply have one foot on the golf course and then one foot in the business. They want someone who is concerned with being a part of the business, driving the business forward, getting that business to the next level, and really integrating well with the people who work the business. They need someone who wants to lead a team and someone who has the stamina to jump on a plane, travel around the world if necessary, get to different places and even get to different stages and talk about that company and convince people that that's a company that they should be partnering with or getting services from. They want people who can close the deal. And so in many ways, a CMO is very similar to a CEO in that regard, that ability to congregate people and close a deal um, about, about the brand and about the company, about its services. That's important. Now, When we are all in this space of looking for that next level, that next opportunity, or rising higher within the ranks of where we are, what are the things that are required? 
And a friend of mine was asking me, because as she's progressing up the ladder in her career, she was asking me, what are the things for me that have been integral to my success and me moving along? Well, first and foremost, I've got some unique skills. And some of my unique skills are the things that I showcase. And I'm not talking about you know, my ability to understand marketing, product placement, promotion, beyond that. Those are very typical skills. They're very relevant to what I do and I can direct people around that. But my ability to strategize on the basis of culture, on the basis of listening, on the basis of understanding what's going on in the trade, and really um, my ability to really connect well with other people. So that in and of itself is a unique skill. And how do I showcase that skill? I showcase that skill because I am entrenched and invested in social media. I don't hide. I can be found on video. I can be found in blogs. Obviously, there's this podcast and my LinkedIn profile is available and I'm so open to connecting with folks. So it's easy for people to understand what some of my my unique skills are because they're able to make an assessment from those things that are freely available to them. So for me, you know, things like making sure that your LinkedIn, your resume, any cover letter, all of those things showcase your accomplishment and skills, that's basic. But being able to really put yourself out there, come up with the tempo and be a part of the social media story that's out there, having a digital footprint, that's really key. It's a good way to showcase your unique skills. And it's especially important because recruiters are often searching LinkedIn for skill-based keywords, But they're also going out to social media and they're looking at that as well to really assess your personality, what culture you are accustomed to, what your beliefs are, and whether or not you'd be a likely and good fit for the environment for the client or the business partner that they're searching for that new executive for. So um, a lot comes down to that. A lot also comes down to being able to match the tempo and pace of that organization. You know, showing that you can think quickly on your feet, being able to track and contribute um, to in-person conversations, the ability to exhibit your passion for the assignment um, in your emails or your phone calls or your conversations, and even your conversations outside of the office. I myself find myself talking oftentimes about the business that I'm working on, Even when I'm commuting on the train or if I'm in an airport, I find myself really enthusiastic in telling people about the data science that drives the product for where I currently work now. And I talk to them about the implications, not just for the category that we're focused on or the industry that we're focused on, but how it has far-reaching implications for other industries as well. So so I'm very much able to bring other people into the fold and into the belief system that this brand and this product is indeed good and interesting. Another thing for me, and it is cultural, is I am a physically fit person. I'm a former athlete. I used to run track and field. I used to run cross country. I'm a dancer. I love to dance. So I'm very, very physically active. And so, you know, I'm very conscious of my body, conscious of the attire that I put in on my body, conscious of my body language. I sit up straight. I position myself. I make eye contact. Um, I don't sulk in my chair or, you know, hunch over. I 
project endurance, physical fitness and endurance. Um, and that's really what it is. I run a marathon. You know, I love to climb, <laughs> even though it might be trees. I actually love to climb. And I project that physical way of being in my work as well. Um, and I embrace other athletes and I'm interested in what other people do, whether it's that they're interested in softball or they play football on the weekends or they play tennis. I'm very, very interested in those things. And I tend to connect on those physical fitness passions as well. Um, the thing about running is on in track and field, you were assigned to a team, you in a relay have a leg, I was oftentimes the anchor leg. So I was responsible for getting that baton and pulling up the slack if my team was behind and getting us over the finish line in good time and hopefully first. So I, I use that mentality in looking at competitors and looking at who is on my team, how it is that they run, how it is that they perform, whether or not an assessing whether or not a person should be a first, second, third leg, or if I need to be the anchor, maybe I should be the first leg in this project. So um, that's important. But beyond anything else, I know what I know. And so I'm really, really good at perfecting and staying in my lane. That all comes from being a track runner. The other thing is I embrace technology. I've worked in a lot of technology companies, so I am constantly updating. I'm constantly putting a podcast out there. I'm constantly engaging, whether it is um, on Twitter or LinkedIn or uh Facebook, I'm constantly, constantly engaging and updating and putting things out there and sharing, sharing with my peers, sharing the good works of my peers, and sharing an, an opinion about our industry, about our category, about what's next. So I really try really hard to do that. But above and beyond that, in terms of my own personal projection as an executive, I use data. So in the business, it's important to me. I crave data. I'm constantly, constantly talking to our chief technology officer, trying to understand how he uses data, where data is important to him, and what aspects of the business. Looking at our front-end data, looking at our product data, trying to make really concrete decisions about where we go next, what our data is telling us, and what opportunities exist by looking at are data. You can use data to transform your business and the way you do business. And so I am in a relevant tech focused business and data is king. And so I focus on that a great deal. And the other thing for me, the final thing is I spend more time getting to work and being in the work environment to do my job than I do anywhere else. And because that is the bulk of where I spend my time, I center myself. So I am a person that prayer, meditation, and making sure that I am physically healthy by honoring my appointments to be it a masseuse or a physical therapist, my internist, I honor that. My dentist. I take really good care of myself, mind, body, and spirit so that I can show up, I can deliver, I can perform. I day-to-day make an assessment of my challenges. Sometimes I have to pray on it, consult with other people, 
and I decide in an action, I execute, and then I read for the results. And these are the things that declare readiness for the terrain that is out there. We have the best job market that we've had in some 15 years. Unemployment is at an all-time low. Companies will always need senior executives. If you have done the work, if you are at the ready, been there, done that, learning something new, ready to lead the charge, serve as a leader, if you are ready for that, then get it together, start having the conversations, network, 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 update that LinkedIn profile, look at your stories in terms of who you say you are across your social media platforms, update that resume, connect, reach out. And for me, definitively, if you want to talk more about this, if you want to connect on business and the challenges ahead, as well as the innovations and wins that are next for many of us, by all means, please connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm Adrian A. Wallace, and I want to thank you for sharing time with me in the life room and listening to this business podcast. Namaste.